It's the Ultra Keeper Fantasy Football League, the podcast. With the commish, Nick Fondo, and four-time UFFL champion, Corey Duga. Saints had a bye week. This podcast had a bye week. We had a hurricane. We've had World Series. A few trades. Awesome trades, ball. A lot of trades going on. A lot of people trying to better their team. And some teams got better and still lost. <laughs> so with with the bye week, are we still going to continue the same format that we've been doing? Or are we going to change it a little bit? I'll leave that up to you. I mean... You you being the A mic, I I will leave that into your trusty hands. We won't go through game to game. We'll just do uh, let's just do the league standings for this week, and then we'll get back into our, our game to game next week. Um, just because yeah, uh, yeah. we'd have to go over two weeks, and nobody's gonna listen to that anyway. So, well, no one's gonna listen to it regardless. No one listens to this podcast. That's a great point. That's a great But I point. think it's a I think it's something yeah, I think we go over who won. We kind of talk let's talk about the last couple of weeks as far as um you can see who's losing streaks, winning streaks. So let's go through the league standings. We'll just start with that. Um at the top still Chris at uh at 5 and 1 and he's on a three-game winning streak. I mean, I don't know, man. I'm kind of talking about his team all year. He seems like he has the best team and he just keeps winning. I don't know what's going on. I don't know why he keeps winning, but he does. Yeah, I mean, last week Good Russell friend. Wilson was on by and he still won. At least he started a kicker. I mean, that's yeah, he has that going for him. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> uh, second in the league is Eric at four and two. He's on a three-game winning streak as well. Uh, so he started the year at one and two, and he was talking about needing a running back and kind of thinking that his season was over and here he is sitting at uh at four and two, the only team at four and two and number two by himself. Seems to be in pretty good position for the playoffs. I mean he has Patrick Mahomes, so he's gonna win a lot of games. Yeah, that was something that we talked about earlier in the season is is Patrick Mahomes enough to carry his team? And he's had some decent games. Patrick Mahomes, I don't believe, has been setting the world on fire. But, yeah, he's doing really well. His his running backs are performing well. I mean, his team is just performing. I mean, nothing else you can say about that. He's 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 squeaking by every week, doing his thing, doing his Eric let's talk, thing. Let's talk a little bit about uh, something that's on his team that kind of affects my team as well, which is Le'Veon Bell, who in the time that we've, since our last podcast, he got traded to, or he didn't get traded. He got cut and then signed by the Chiefs, so he's, Taking carries per se, or in theory, away from Clyde Edwards-Helaire. What do you uh, What do you make of that whole Le'Veon Bell Chiefs thing? It's very interesting. Um, I remember when it came down. I remember messaging you because that is he's still a really good running back, and I was really shocked when he went with the Jets. I f- I think he realized he made a bad mistake, and this may be the spark he needs to to put his career back in, you know, where he was when he was with Pittsburgh. And it just makes their offense that more dynamic. He's a really he catches the ball really well in the backfield. He's a good runner, he's got good vision. I don't I think it's a great move. Um not a great move for you because it's a 
it's an A B. Who's gonna get this? Who's gonna get the score? Who's gonna get the number? The number called. So that's a tough start, but I mean, you have to start both of them. It's a it's a uh, Chubb Hunt combo that you have to start both players every week. I don't know if Le'Veon is a must start right now. I, I don't know how. I think he might end up being a must start, like you said. I, I immediately started thinking of Chubb and Hunt. That that was the uh, that was the example that I was going to give as well. Uh, I don't know if he's a must start right now. I I I like I like to see a couple of weeks from him before I I start putting him in my lineups. I have Le'Veon Bell in two of my leagues, so I'm uh, monitoring that very closely. And then also I have Edward Slayer in in the UFFL. So um, it's definitely something that I'm paying attention to because it affects the lots of my leagues. It affects uh, lots of what's going to happen for this league and other leagues moving forward um, because I have Le'Veon Bell in so many leagues. So. I don't know if I would start Le'Veon Bell this week. I would like to see how the Chiefs use him first. Um, in one of my leagues, I have to start him because I have a lot of bye weeks going on, so I'm probably going to start him to see. But I like to I like to wait and kind of see uh, what happens there. I think Clyde Edwards-Hilaire maintains his role as a, a must start until other until we see otherwise. And it could be a situation where no matter what Hunt and uh, Hunt and Chubb were must starts. They weren't taking carries away from one another. They were both scoring 15 to 20 points. It could be the same this in this one. So it's definitely something to monitor and one of the more interesting things going on in fantasy right now. Yeah, I agree. Uh, moving on to the three and three teams. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, three and three teams. I'm in there. I'm in the three and three bunch. Uh, Mike, Derek, me, Chuck, Aaron, and Ryan Dice all at three and three. Ryan Dice uh, since you started talking shit on his team on a two-game win streak and uh, and not looking back, way ahead of you in the standings is Ryan Dice. Uh, quite, real quick, though, Derek's team is on a two-game losing streak and big loss for his team, uh, Dak Prescott, gone for the year. So that kind of throws a monkey wrench into our rankings because if you remember, I had uh, your team, Derek's team, and Chris's team as the top tier. And now your team's way down there at two and four. Derek's team is without a starting quarterback, so that kind of shakes up the top of the league a lot. Yeah, he's that was a a big loss for for Derek. He was putting up some amazing numbers, and I remember seeing a stat yesterday. I forget which game I was watching, one of the two Monday Night Football games, and they were saying that even after an off week, Dak Prescott is still in the lead for, for passing yards. And I think that's amazing. He's been, he's a he's a huge loss for him. And I see that he's got, he's got Ben Roethlisberger, who I picked up and started in one of my leagues last week, who did awful, um, as his as his starter. So he's got a he has got some issues, and you know I've got, I've got Drew Brees. If Derek wants to trade for him, if if Derek needs a quarterback, I've got Brees. You know, Breeze to Thomas, Breeze to Camara, Derek, if you're listening, he's available. That, kind of, that does kind of make a lot of sense. I mean, I don't know if I'd be trading for Breeze right now, but uh, but that could help his team. Uh, man, when Dak got hurt, every, the whole world was like, oh, man. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I, it was just crazy. Like, everybody on Twitter was like, oh, you know, I'm not really a football fan, but, uh, but man, that really sucks for Dak Prescott. It's like... Yeah, man, like, yeah, it's it wasn't great. It sucked. Like, I didn't 
I didn't feel anything. I was just like me either. Man, it it sucked, but like it's part of it. Like I didn't think it was like the worst thing to ever happen to humanity that Dak Prescott got hurt. I mean, it sucked for him. I think he's gonna be fine. I think he's still gonna. The Cowboys are still gonna pay him because man, they're bad. Yeah, they're he's bad. a he's a big part of what they do apparently. So uh, I'm starting to gain a little bit more respect for him as a player now because I see. Because I used to think he was kind of terrible, and now I see what they look like without him, and I'm like, well, maybe he was, maybe he was a big reason why they were doing what they were doing. So, right. So let's go down to the two and four team. Which I think is we're your done. Team. I think you we're are, done with standings, right? No, we're you're done with the standings, right? Three game losing streak. You were, so you started Dude. two and one, and you have 704 points, which is the second most points in the league, and you're down there at two and four. What the hell's going on? I will also point out that you look at points four and you're right. I've second highest scoring team in the league. And I honestly do pay attention to the next column over, which is points against. And by far, I mean, I am, everyone comes and brings their a game when they're playing me 734 points against the next highest is what? 672, 672. Yeah. I mean, that's a huge, that's 60 points. I mean, that's a people are putting up some numbers against me, and I I just can't score enough. I'm, you know, I think you referred to it as getting derricked. You know, I could put up a lot of points, but I seem to play the teams that are putting up just as many points as me, if not more. I mean, if if not more, it sucks. It sucks. And you look at my roster, and it's like, how is this possible? How is it possible? And Lamar, I, Lamar Jackson's is not putting up the numbers that I thought he was going to put up. He's he's been average, and McCaffrey is out. And you know I've got a lot of just different pieces that I started the season with that are not there, and it's just starting to take its toll. And good news is the season is what a quarter of the way done, so we've still got some time, but I got to start making some moves, and that was what really sparked my. Um, sparked my trades that I made the last couple of days, um, and we'll get into that later. But yeah, I don't know what's going on, man. I'm just, I'm at a loss. I mean, I was a 30 point ESPN projection favorite going into last weekend, and Mike just beat the crap out of me. So I've got nothing it's to gr- say about it. It's great. I love it. I love every minute of it. I hope your team continues to fail. I hope you lose the rest of your games. I hope everybody has their best week when they play you. Like I, I want you to finish the league two and ten, like two and twelve, whatever. The, I want you to get the number one pick and trade it away because you're gonna, you're still gonna try to salvage this year. So you're gonna make this this donkey trade, trading your first round no, pick for somebody. Not and gonna you're do gonna that. End up with the first overall pick, and it's. I hope I want all that to happen. I want all of the bad things to happen to your team. I'm not gonna put. I have. I value tr- my draft picks too much to to throw my season away for a first round pick, especially with knowing how keepers work in this league. It's something I'm not going to do. So I, I'm not saying I'm done trading, but there's really nothing else I can do. I just got to just stick it out and think pieces will fall back in place and I'll make a run and we'll look back at weeks at, you know, weeks, the first six weeks and we'll laugh at it. Now I remember when Corey lost three straight, he was two and four. Oh, that was, that was hilarious. He won his fifth title. That's awesome. Yeah, the only team below you is Zane, 
who we Jesus. put out to put out to pasture uh, three weeks ago. He's one in four, and uh, or one in five. I'm sorry, and his one win is uh, against you last week. Yeah, <laughs> against me. Um, imagine that he beat you 96 to 92. <laughs> I mean, how Ryan Dice is three and three on a winning streak blows my fucking mind. Excuse my language, but man, like I cannot. With looking at his team, I just cannot believe this. I cannot you're gonna, believe. You're gonna go two what, and twelve. Zane's gonna go one and thirteen, and his only win's gonna be against you. That's 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 my dream. That's that's what I'm hoping happens. You know, I'm I'm saying this early, but my super. If I don't win the Super Bowl, I want Ryan Dice to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> but this podcast is coming full circle. <laughs> Lots of things have changed I'm in the last so, two weeks. I'm so angry. All right, let's talk about some trades. Uh, the main one, our trade. I traded Tyreek Hill for third round and sixth round pick. And also, uh, a caveat to that is that um, you will trade him back to me at the end of the year for my fourth round pick. So, um, almost like a rental, if you will. And uh, at the time when I made the trade, I figured like my team was done. And then they ended up winning. Uh, last week, so now I'm like right back in the playoff hunt. Derek's team's awful again. Your team lost three in a row, so now you're at the bottom. So now I'm like, man, uh, shouldn't have made that trade, but I did anyway. So he had a bad week it, too. Yeah, he shit the bed. So basically, God. it nets me a it nets me one extra pick, so it'll get me that six round pick, and then I'll lose my fourth round pick next year. But uh, but here's the thing: I'm not obligated to take him back. I just have to give you ample notice that I'm not going to take him back. You are, however, obligated to give him back to me uh, in, in exchange for a fourth round pick. So that was a kind of kind of interesting uh, trade. I like it. I like the I like the rental uh, type of scenario there, where you get him back for a round and stuff like that. It was a pretty good idea. That was all your idea. I'll give you credit for it, and uh, I, I dug it and went for it. Yeah, there was. I've made a trade like that similar similar trade like that in another league, and worked out in my favor. And at the time, I figured that with my running back situation, I felt comfortable with my running backs. I had a a lot of running backs. I needed to make a move to get another wide receiver um, that, that would also be a starter, but also give me some options and some depth. Um, not completely sold on Allen on Allen Robinson, and he's been he's been off and on. I'm I'm liking Diggs. I like how Diggs is playing, but I needed that a three a guaranteed three monster headed monster wide receiver, especially to to keep up with some of these other teams in the league that are that are winning and and ahead of me. So I figured that was a a solid move for me, and I could have really used him this week. I could have used a lot of things this week. But yeah, that was a that was a, a fun trade. I I enjoyed trading. I had another, a bunch of other trades I was working on behind the scenes that I didn't want to tell you because I didn't want that to influence our trade. As soon as we announced you and I's trade, I dumped the other <laughs> the other trade I had in the in, that I was working on. Um, I was trying to to move Raheem Mozart, not because I knew he was going to get hurt, of course, but just because I've had the depth and. He had a good game, and I was selling high. I'm glad I moved him now that him being on IR again. 
but I had a couple other scenarios where I was going to send Mozart and I believe, I can't remember who the other player was, but um, I was working on a trade with Derek and we were pretty close. And then Zane bit on the second round pick because that's where I was trying to get a high round pick. Um, Derek gave away his third round pick. He wasn't willing to give away his second round pick. So he wanted to give a fourth and something else. I wasn't willing to do that. And so then Zane came in and made my day. So thank you, Zane. You have a injured player now. And I've got a second round pick next year. I don't understand why Zane made that trade. It makes no sense. I mean, you're not you're not a buyer. It's not like unless most unless you're planning to keep Mostert, that trade makes zero sense. Because well, that's what he's I not gonna make. That's what I sold. He's not going to make the playoffs. That's what I sold him on. Yeah, that Mostert was going to be a keeper. I looked at his roster, and that's what I looked at his roster. It's like, hey, here's a player that. I mean, he was when, when he's healthy, he's really good, and I sold him on the fact that he was a keeper that that he can carry on to next year that can build on, and he he agreed, and so we got the second round pick worked out. I tried to squeeze in a second, I mean, a, a late round additional pick, but he was. He wasn't gonna bite. I wasn't gonna lose the. I wasn't gonna lose the um, trade. So I went ahead and just took the second round pick. I think you fleeced them on that one, buddy. <laughs> well, well, look. I mean, I thought I fleeced Ryan Dice last year too, and he's beating me in the standing. So I'm not gonna True. brag too much. What was the other trade? The other trade was with Derek and um, somebody else. If they were to post it on our on our page, like I do, announcing the trade, it makes it so much easier to keep track of. But whatever. Yeah, Eric had a trade that we didn't talk about. Oh no, it was that's Melvin Gordon. Eric traded Eric traded Zane for Melvin Gordon. Oh, that's and right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Melvin Gordon has to be uh, in the top ten fantasy running backs for the rest of the year. And if so, then the pick becomes a second round pick. And if not, then it becomes a third round pick. So it's one of those conditional. That's- uh, yeah, situation. So, I've done. I did that in the past with. I think it was Ingram. I forget. If, I think it was with with Derek. I remember. I've done a trade similar to those. Those are those are pretty fun. Good for them. And I think Melvin Gordon got hurt. So, oh, the Dodgers just went final. The Dodgers beat the Rays. Game That's gonna one. make Yay. you feel good, right? Yay! Fantastic. It's time for the UFFL Picks of the Week. Let's start with the picks next week. We got Zane against Derek. Derek's still projecting 113 points. Zane projecting about 88 points. So uh, it's going to be really hard to pick Zane in any of these games. I mean, his team's just it's just not there, man. He just doesn't have anybody to get excited about, anybody to really count on. I mean, I know he beat your team. Remember when he beat your team? Yeah, I remember. I remember when ever. I remember all the losses. Yeah, all I remember when he beat your every team. single one of them. Yes. Um, I just remember the time Zane beat your team. So um, I don't think he's gonna beat Derek's team like he beat your team. I think Derek's gonna win. I'm picking Derek. Yeah, I'm picking Derek too. Um. Zane, you have a kicker that's on a bye week, dude. Let's let's um let's let's start a kicker. Let's I'm I'm gonna make sure everybody knows they need to start their kickers this week. So but yeah, I, I agree. I think that Derek's gonna win. That's not even gonna be a close match at all. Speaking of kickers on bye, let's go down to the next game, Chris versus Chuck. Huh, yeah. Chris only projecting 
Chris projecting 88 points, but he has a defense on by, so we'll give him eight points there. That'll be 96. And then uh, Chuck, his defense is on by, so Chuck's actually projecting about 110. Uh, so Chuck, Chuck projecting to win this game. I'm going to pick Chuck if he starts a full lineup, which he did not last week, which really pissed you off. It it it, it did it really piss me off. I mean, it. I was upset about it. I don't. I hate it when they do that because it makes me feel like they're not paying attention, and uh, then it makes me feel like you know, do we have the right guys in the league and all that stuff. Uh, but I know Chuck didn't like do it on purpose. He probably just overlooked it, which sucks. It doesn't forgive it. And I wish he wouldn't have done it, but it really made you mad. Not that it made me mad. I, I do like to stir the pot. I do like to make people, I don't know, pissed off at times. If, if the, if the Vikings would have put up some decent numbers, I think they had zero, but if they would have put up some numbers and his kicker would have scored, you know, 10 points, I think Prater did score some points. Then you know he could have almost won that game, and that's why that's what kind of aggravates me. Is in hindsight, yeah, it, it wouldn't it wouldn't have mattered, but you you don't know that going into the game. And I mean, if he would have lost by eight, you know, the amount of points, or he would have won by the amount of points that the kicker put up, and it and it it gave somebody a win, then yeah, that that kind of it it just changes everything. It changes playoffs. It changes everything. And so that's it. Just why it kind of irks me. Especially right now, when everybody's fighting right now for three and three, two and four, four and two, you know, just trying to keep up, stay alive, trying to figure out how they're gonna make make a push to make the postseason, and I don't know, that just kind of aggravates me to see that every once in a while. But if it was a mistake, I'll give it to him. He said he owned up to it, said he didn't have an, an answer for it, so it's all water under the bridge. And by God, if it happens again, something's got to happen. Yeah. Draft picks might be taken away if it happens again. <laughs> so I, I, I'm going to start looking at all these picks through uh, my team colored glasses, if you will. And uh, the games are going to be picked according to what I need to happen in order for me to make the playoffs. And so uh, I need Chuck to lose and I need Chris to keep winning because I feel like Chris is going to make the playoffs. He's 5-1. and one. I am going to pick Chris. Uh, regardless of how I feel, I just I need all the three and three teams to lose, so I'm going to go with Chris. Because initially I thought you said you picked Chuck, so have you changed yeah, your mind? I changed my mind. Once I realized that if Chuck wins, that doesn't help me, and it's all about me, so I switched it's my pick. It's all about me, I'm too. Going, I'm with you, yes. I'm Chris. With I want Chris. Chris to win every game. <laughs> yes. Chris can win every game right now. Moving on to Eric versus Mike, another game that uh, I need Eric to win. So Eric's four and two, uh, not as crucial as the five and one versus three and three, but the four and two versus three and three. Um, I don't need multiple teams at four and three. I would just rather have a five and two team, a three and four team, and then my team keep winning. So I'm going to pick Eric in this game. Eric looks like he is going to be uh, right around a five point underdog. So I will pick Eric. Well, he's there's a lot of. Things Mike has. Mike doesn't have a running back. Um, Eric doesn't have a defense. So this is basically a toss up, right? I mean, it's going to be yeah. pretty much a toss up. In fact, I think Mike may be even be a favorite. And I'm going to go with Mike. I'm um, I'm not going to pick Eric. Yeah, Mike's team's kind of turning it on. And, and honestly, if it is, if Mike were to, if Mike were to win, it's not a it's not really bad for as far as potential playoffs. I mean, we're still far away from really having to worry about that. But, you know, if we start playing for it now, uh, it just makes it more fun. So, yeah, if Mike wins, it's not that bad. And, as I said, 
Uh, Mike's team does seem like it's found its whatever. It's whatever. What's it called? What? It's gear. His mojo. Whatever. Whatever the word you want to use. He's found it. I'm curious to see what um, waiver number Mike has because Mike's in some serious running back trouble. Even his bench players are on a bye. So I would not be surprised if Mike makes a little a little um a little pickup tonight. Yeah, I mean report. this this podcast is gonna drop after the waiver uh wire passes, so I think uh everybody has their eye kind of on Jack McKinnon kind of trying to get him. It looks like he's the number one running back to get and with Mostert out, he looks like he's gonna get bulk of the carries in San Francisco. So I definitely have a waiver thing on him, but I'm number four. So I'm pretty sure that uh, one of the top three guys is going to get him and I'm going to be left out. But if not, then I, then I will get him. So uh, I used I used my number one on Claypool last week, and I'm very happy with that addition to my team. So I don't regret uh, losing it. Not at uh, most of out and McKinney's going to be the guy. So if I get him at four, great. But if I don't, uh, more power yeah, to whoever gets him. Yeah, he's at three. So he's right ahead of you. So if he picks him up, then, yeah, and he's a yeah. he's a former Viking, so I'm sure he you know still likes him and stuff. So I'm I'm okay, sure he'll yeah. he'll pick him up. Which whatever, I mean it's fine. The next game is you against Aaron. Yep. Um, Give me Aaron. I'm I'm picking Aaron to win this game. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm picking Aaron too, just because I want your team to keep losing. So I, yep, even though Aaron's go. three and three, even though Aaron's three and three, I'm going to pick him to beat your team. I really really want you to go two and 12 like i i need it because your team is really good but it doesn't really matter apparently because your team's good and you're two and four so just keep on losing yep let's let, let's go i've got i've got um lamar jackson on a bye i've got drew Brees coming back after a bye with a with a healthy offense let's you know let's go let's prove me wrong prove me wrong breeze prove me wrong johnny smith i've held on to you for this long and <laughs> talked you up enough and you need to find me a damn defense because picked up a picked up a man the second best defense in the league, and they shit the bed last week. So I, man, I don't care. Just I'm about to pick the Cowboys defense at, at this point. I don't I don't care anymore. Let's let's just get through this week. Come on, Aaron, beat me, please. <laughs> Final game on the schedule is uh, uh. My team versus Ryan Dice. I'm very interested to see how you pick this game because oh, uh, both you teams know where my heart is. You know both teams are is. three and three, and you've already said you're not picking Ryan Dice uh, to win any more games. I, of course, I'm going to pick my team. I I'm picking my team every week, so I pick my team to win. Ryan Dice on a two game win streak since you told him that he was never going to win another game. So where uh, where are you sitting right now? Who are you picking in this game? Either I, as much as bitter as I am. I am not going to stray away from my predictions of him ever winning a game. I will pick you. Um, I w- even if even if you didn't start a defense or a kicker, I would still pick you to win the game. Let's look at Ryan's That's team. Uh, Derek Derek Henry is uh, is pretty much carrying his team because uh, it looks like his second running back is Leonard Dude, Fournette. It's ridiculous. Uh-huh. Uh, if if Derek Henry didn't have the game he had, I mean, thirty eight points. If he if he had a normal game of twenty points, he would have lost last week. So let's tap the brakes on Ryan's greatness here. He's he's he he rode he rode Derrick Henry on a on a good week. Whatever. Ryan Dice's team sucks. 
All right, that's it. <laughs> I mean, seriously, look at his team. It's so bad. Like, how could no, that be? I mean, you look at that team and it's three and three. Okay, cool. It's three and three. You look at my team, you're like, oh shit, that team is two and four. Come on. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's his team does not deserve to be three and three. I'm not saying I deserve to be, you know, undefeated. I was, you know, four and two maybe, but not not two and four, especially when you look at this shit can team that's a three and three on a on a win streak. Whatever. That's that's the best part of fantasy though, is the just the sheer luck and bullshit of it like there's no way that ryan should have won any games at all no. and here he sits no. three and three in the playoff hunt like it's just it's really weird yeah it's it's so stupid and just looking at <laughs> and just looking at the points against like keeps and i can't stop looking at points against and seeing how many points people have put up against me well i'm one of the highest scoring teams in the league and i'm and i'm being out i'm being outscored that is just that 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 is that is not how it works. That's not how any of this works. It's supposed to work. I had a great draft. I had great trades, and look at me—the bottom of the standings, one one win above Zane's team. I feel like the I feel like the Eagles' dream team of what 2011, whatever they were. Man, I'm so <laughs> frustrated right now. <laughs> you have no idea. My wife doesn't even ask me about fantasy football anymore because she knows, <laughs> she knows my anger. Whatever, and it's Not like good. that in all my leagues. It's like that in all my leagues, Nick. I've got great teams everywhere, and I just get outscored every week, and I'm just getting frustrated. Well, here's here's to you football. continuing to lose. <laughs> well, thank you. And now it's time for deep thoughts. With Nick Fontenot. So I'm doing this uh, 75 hard. It's uh, it's a program, 75 days, and you have to work out twice a day. One of your workouts has to be done outdoors. You have to drink a gallon of water a day. You have to read 10 pages in a nonfiction book, and you have to stick to a diet. So uh, I'm on day 16 right oh. now. When this when the podcast comes out, I'll be on day 18. And uh, it's not really like a weight loss thing. It's more of like a change your outlook on life thing, like change your mentality on things and really do things that you think you couldn't do, like put your body through a little bit of strength, of strenuous uh, workouts and things. And, you know, when you're tired and it's raining outside or it's cold outside. You just, you still got to do it. Like the job still has to get done. And that's what it's all about. And so I've only been doing it for 16 days. I've, I'm trying to get to 75 and man, it's really working. Like it's not, it's not a weight loss program, but in the process, if you follow all those things, of course, you're going to drop some weight cause you're doing healthier, you know, doing healthier things. But mm-hmm. I don't know. It just, you know, there's some things like just getting out of bed when you really don't want to go work out and you just go work out or, uh, you know, you're laying down and it's, you're tired and you've already done your one workout. You have another one to go. And, you know, it's just like, you know, under normal circumstances, like if I wasn't doing this program, I'd have just been like, ah, I'm not going to do it. I'm tired. I already worked out today. Like, but I get up and I do it. And I don't know. I don't really know why I'm doing it. I don't know why I'm following it. I don't know why it's working, but it's really working. And uh, it's pretty cool, man. It's pretty cool to like kind of reassess how I, I look at certain things, reassess 
my life. And uh, and so I hope I get to 75. So anyway, I, I, I was trying to do a deep thoughts that's not about the Saints. And even though uh, Saints had a bye week and I have lots of Saints thoughts at all times, uh, I'm trying to branch out a little bit into this little segment and kind of go into uh, some other things that's going on. So that's that's kind of dominating my life, man. It's pretty much all day, every day. You know, you, you, you get it done. You do all your tasks for the day. You drink your water and you do your workouts. And then you wake up the next day and you start over. You're, you're a clean slate. You got to do everything else. So it's it's time consuming, and but you just get it done. Like it's just you just somehow, some way find a way to get it done. And so I've been doing it 16 days, and hopefully I make it to 75. But anyway, that's kind of like a Where big that thing that's you? going on in my Where life. Where would right that now. put you? What's 60? What's the last day? December, December 19th. 19th. Yeah. Okay, so that puts really just one holiday that's going to really put a strain on you with Thanksgiving. That's right. I was going to say, if it was Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's, I'd be like, dude, good luck with that. But Thanksgiving is not yeah. that bad. I mean, you can figure out some healthy options for food. I'm really curious, though. Were, were you a big water drinker prior to this program? Oh, yeah. I love water. Always were, always was a big water drinker. Um, it's my favorite drink. I drink it all the time. So that's not really that big of a problem for me. Now, I do drink a lot of beer and a lot of soda, and I've given that up. So that's, oh. you know, I... I I could drink a lot of Dr. Pepper, like, you know, I'll crush Dr. Peppers. And, uh, and so I'm not doing that. And then of course beer, you know, if I, if I'm going to watch the game at, at Buffalo Wild Wings or whatever, I'm drinking five, six, eight beers. I'm not doing that either. So just eliminating those two things already makes you feel better. You know, you just wake up feeling better if you're not, you know, had a few drinks, buzzed, hung over or whatever. You're a coffee and then drinker? Mixing in, I don't, I don't drink coffee. I hate it. So you've been, do you have any headaches with all your caffeine? withdrawals and sugar withdrawals i did at first they've kind of gone away but yeah yeah i did um um now i do there's a coffee place and there's a coffee place in lafayette called jet coffee that uh i'll go to it every now and then like they have they make a drink called the cloud nine that i like um so i'll drink it every now and then i mean it's pretty much like coffee milk like if your mom <laughs> made you coffee milk when oh, you was growing boy. up like that maybe some coffee milk yeah. my mom <laughs> that's basically what it is is, is my mom's coffee milk so but uh, yeah i love it so i'll do that Every now and then, as far as coffee goes, but as far as like a daily coffee drinker or having a cup of coffee in the morning, that's not me. So, well, good for you. That's I'm I'm, I'm glad to, to see you doing something. It's more than I'm doing, so that's impressive. I'm proud of you, and I'm, I'm anxious to see how it how it turns out. I, I need you to stick with it. Unlike this podcast, we need you, you need to keep that going. This podcast is secondary to to this program. So, yeah, con- yeah, we'll keep it going. I mean. We're going to keep that going, and we're going to keep the podcast going. The podcast will not die. We took a bye week last week with the Saints. The Saints took a bye week. We took a bye week. We're, we're back yeah, and rolling. Hurricanes, and, power outages back, yeah. back in Louisiana. I mean, hell, we this can't. Yeah, People need breaks, man. Exactly. So took we a little hiatus, guests, but we're back. We need some guests. Yeah, we need some guests. So if anybody wants to be a guest, anybody at all, it doesn't even have to be league members because I done asked everybody in the league, and they all said no. So anybody at all wants to be a guest, just hit me up. If you're listening, you can be a guest on the podcast, and we'll we'll make it happen. I have a friend that's a Tampa Bay Ray fan. He's also a Tampa Bay Lightning fan. So he's been hasn't been one of my favorite people to talk to recently. And he actually brought it up a couple of days ago that if we ever wanted a guest, he would gladly come on and be our guest one day because he just wants to gloat, and I don't think I want to give him that 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 satisfaction. We do have a we do have a taker. If you ever want to bring a 
who knows if if they win the World Series, we can talk to somebody who got to witness a Tampa Bay Lightning Stanley Cup and a Tampa Bay Ray um, World Series, and you never know, he could also be looking at a Tampa Bay Super Bowl. And if he gets the trifecta, then I will disown him. Yeah, Tom Brady just brought winning. He just moved to Tampa, and just everybody started winning. So we'll see what happens with Tampa. They lost Tampa lost game one tonight. We'll see by by the time we record our next podcast, we will know. If the if the Rays are World Series champs, so maybe your friend will be our guest. If not, uh, it'll just be me and you again, and uh, we'll just keep on rolling. Awesome. All right, well, we'll do it again next week. Yeah. You've been listening to UFFL the podcast, now available on Apple and Spotify. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at UFFL Podcast.